This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. When your personal investments need help to reach your retirement dreams and navigating the complex world of financial planning requires an experienced manager, that's when you know you're ready for prime time. Welcome to Prime Time Money on Zoomer Radio with Richard Infantino, Senior Wealth Advisor at RBC Dominion Securities. Happy Sunday, everybody, and welcome to Canada's only money show dedicated to those of you 50-plus in your overall investment, tax, and estate planning, and your direct link to all of North America's top money managers with the best ideas on how you can grow your money. You know, this year, 2023, is uh, shaping up to be a year that uh, you can't just sit back in passive index funds or ETFs and uh, hope the market's going to perform well for you. You're going to have to be a little bit more nimble picking stocks, and you have to be nimble in terms of getting a regular income. So... Uh, the word that our industry uses a lot for, for what you're going to earn in terms of an income is called yield. So we have two really interesting uh, options here for you and two gaps that have been in the market for a long time. Uh, Pat Somerville is going to join us. He's a senior partner with Hamilton ETFs, and he's going to talk about a new uh, financial yield maximizer. So it's a way to invest in the financials sector. Now, financials are bank stocks and insurance company stocks and how you can maximize the yield on those using some uh, conservative option strategies. He's going to explain all that. Then coming up is, is going to be uh, Nick Mersh. He's a portfolio manager at Purpose Investments, and they have an investment called Yield Shares. This is where you can pick popular stocks that don't pay you a yield and then do the same kind of a strategy on individual companies. Really interesting, brand new product. You're going to hear it here first on, on our show about Yield Shares, so where you can get... Now, we're talking about yield somewhere in the uh, 7 to 12, 13% range. So it's it's substantial, and it's a way to get regular income into your portfolio in a year where the market is basically directionless. It goes up, and it looks great, and it looks like things are recovering, and then a day later, it, it's, it gets knocked right back down again, and you're back where you started. So you need to be more nimble and get some income instead of just sitting there waiting for something to happen and not making any money in your portfolio. So stay right there because uh, Pat's going to come up first. He's going to tell us exactly how you can get those kinds of returns. And later on in the show, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to talk about four questions you should be asking your advisor right now. I'm Richard Infantino and you're listening to Primetime Money. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Richard Infantino on Primetime Money. Joining us now is Pat Somerville. He's a senior partner and head of business development at Hamilton ETFs. Hey, good morning, Pat. Thanks for joining us on the show today. Hi, Richard. Thanks for having us again. Hey, uh, first thing, I, I got to congratulate you guys. Had a, you know, on a bad year, you guys uh, doubled your assets over the last 12 months. So uh, that's great news. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Um, we've uh, we've been very fortunate the last couple of years in particular. Uh, we we doubled in in size um, two years ago, and then last year in 2022 we doubled again. So we we actually just uh, crossed two billion in assets uh, yesterday. Um, so we're we're very fortunate, and um, um, we appreciate the support from all of our followers. So it's been it's been very good, and uh, you know a couple ETFs in particular that are are driving a lot of that growth. Um, more enhanced income vehicles that we have, um, including HCAL, um, our top performing Canadian bank ETF, 
um, and then HDIV and HYIELD, which are two um, uh, broad-based equity strategies that use covered calls to uh, you know, provide dividend yields of 9 and 14% respectively. So uh, the need for yield um, from the Canadian investing public um, remains strong in the demand for it, and we have um, products that uh, we think can deliver on that and, and help people achieve their goals. Yeah, that's, you know, those yields are important, especially this year when you're in a directionless market. Uh, you need to get some income out here. Now, one area where people, are, you know, really want to know about is, uh, you know, banks and financial institutions. So uh, what's your sure. feeling on that going into, you know, potential recession here? Yeah, so it's, it's obviously been, a, you know, uh, it was, last year was a tough year for the Canadian banks. Um, they fell, you know, just under 10%. That's really just the fifth decline uh, in the last 20 years, which includes the financial crisis of 2008, 2008. So um, it, was a, it was a tough year for the sector. Uh, the main reason really was, you know, you know, falling price to earnings multiples uh, as the market was concerned about um, central banks uh, increasing interest rates that could potentially cause a recession um, by aggressively raising rates um, and also uh, fears of inflationary pressures, which, which drove the stock prices down. Um, our view, you know, heading into, you know, here we are in 2023, um, it's, it's balanced. We, d- we definitely do think there are opportunities um, for long-term investors, um, particularly um, when you look at things right now, unemployment remains very low in Canada. Um, and there is uh, the potential for some multiple expansion for the, the stock prices to, to go higher should the economy achieve a, a soft landing and avoid a, a recession. Um, so our view is that, you know, any positive economic news, um, including, you know, potential um, positive information on the inflation front could result in, in um, significant news for the banks because they are priced. They are very, they're, they're at um, price to earnings multiples that we would say are quite attractive for long-term investors. So um, right now they're trading at about a nine times uh, forward P.E., and historically, um, that's been a very favorable entry point um, for Canadian bank investors. If you go back in time, um, as long as investors can, um, you know, they're not too fussed about the month to month and they can look out a couple of years. We think that's a, you know, generally been a very good entry point for people to um, to look at the sector. Yeah. So valuation is good. Now, your firm, the reason that we were calling and asking you to come on the show, Pat, was we wanted to talk about um, you have a new ETF. It's called the Hamilton Canadian Financials Yield Maximizer. So a lot of words there. So Canadian Financials Yield yes. Maximizer. So your ticker is called HMAX. And right now it's yes. the highest yielding Canadian financial ETF, and it's paying somewhere around 13%. So the questions I have to ask you is, which, sure. how do you generate that yield? And I guess if, if banks and financials are, are at these valuation, I can maximize it. Like, how, how are you guys doing that? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's a long fun name. Uh, we, we prefer just saying HMAX. It rolls off the tongue a bit better. Um, so it's been very, um, it's off to a great start. We just launched it on Monday and we've, um, there's been about 27 million of buying of the fund in just a few days of trading. So um, out of the gates, it's um, been quite popular. Um, so in terms of, uh, there's a couple ways, I think, for people to look at the sector right now. So, um, you know, if people are looking at it from a long-term perspective and they see a very good, um, growth potential over the next few years, um, and, and if income is not important <clears throat> to them, um, I would recommend investors look at uh, HCAL, which is a, our Canadian bank ETF that employs a modest amount of leverage that gives them um, a bit more growth potential than they would otherwise <clears throat> to the sector. However, as I mentioned earlier in my comments, um, you know, income tend, you know, is, it continues to be uh, of paramount importance to a lot of investors in Canada. And we launched HMAX really to um, to serve uh, 
uh, that need um, and offer something um, that gives people an attractive monthly income. And so with HMAX, um, the strategy is it's pretty simple. Um, what it does is it provides exposure. So we own 10 of the largest financials in Canada. So basically that involves the, the banks, um, LifeCo's, um, the portfolio is market cap weighted. So it's 70% or 75% actually exposure to big six Canadian banks. And the way we're able to generate um, a higher dividend yield um, is through um, an active covered call strategy, um, which is utilized to enhance monthly income. It also helps to reduce volatility should um, um, the banks fall in price. Um, you do get a, a bit of a buffer in the form of some additional premium income that's generated from the, the option strategy. But um, generally what we're doing in this, um, it's a, an active covered call strategy. Um, we're writing options on 50% of the portfolio. Um, and that allows us to generate a yield of um, 13%. So we think um, using the, the option strategy plus combined with the dividends of the Canadian banks, um, our goal is to generate you know, just over 1% of, of income per month. And then when you annualize that over you know, 12 months, uh, that gets you to about a 13% yield, which is uh, what we're at right now for in terms of our initial target. Is it going to pay out monthly, uh, Pat? We do, yes. We pay monthly dividends, um, and the first dividend will be paid um, at the end of February. So, like, all of your funds, you got HCAL and all the other uh, uh, funds that you manage there. Like, when when the person gets, you know, the option, um, the money from the the options and the dividends, what's it uh, for tax purposes? What's it called? Yeah, for tax purposes, so that's the other benefit of, of any covered call strategy in Canada. So we're not the only ones, but this would be the highest yielding Canadian financials one. But um, from a tax perspective, what investors can expect would be a blend um, mainly of uh, capital gains um, because the, the premium income that's generated um, uh, gets classified as, as capital gains yeah. um, in return of capital, uh, which also is uh, generally viewed as more tax advantageous. Um, and then there'd also be some dividend income flowing through to our unit holders in the form of the dividends that the Canadian banks pay. Yeah, that's even better. Um, so, uh, mm-hmm. so much better than uh, than interest income, for example. Yeah, for sure. Could you uh, get one of um, your associates there to send us like a one pager that we can put onto uh, primetimemoney.ca so we can post this so listeners can yep. learn yep, about it. Definitely do that. And there's um, uh, some more information on just our, our outlook on the sector as well. Just sort of a summary, uh, a longer summary of, of what I discussed earlier, just on the Canadian Banking Center. Excellent. So uh, I know you're busy, Pat, and uh, thanks for again for taking the time to join us here today. My pleasure. No, we appreciate the the time and, and your audience. So um, anytime. Yeah, that was great. Thanks. Thanks, Richard. Goodbye. Okay, All right, that was our friend Pat Somerville. He's a senior partner at uh, Hamilton ETFs. Remember, commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund and ETF investments. The distributions are not guaranteed, and they may fluctuate. Please read the prospectus before you invest. Mutual funds are not guaranteed. Their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated. This show is sponsored in part by Hamilton ETFs. Okay, stay right there. We have a, another guest joining us now. It's Nick Mersch, and he has a new investment on uh, yield shares. This is actually uh, a dividend on a stock that doesn't pay a dividend. So Nick's going to join us in one minute and explain how he does it. I'm Richard Infantino, and you're listening to Time Time Money. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Richard Infantino and Prime Time Money, and joining us now is Nicholas Mersch. He's a portfolio manager at Purpose Investments. Hey, good morning, Nick. Thanks for joining us here this morning. Thanks for having me on. You know, it's really interesting. You know, I wanted to get you on to talk about these new purpose yield shares that you have. I guess the first question, of course, is what's a yield share? 
Yeah, of course. And I think it's a hot topic as of late, just as yield really comes back into the market and everybody's looking for a lot of these yield generation products. So what we've come up with here is uh, purpose single stock yield shares. And what this does is it provides exposure to the long-term return profile of key individual stocks while maximizing the monthly yield generated by the portfolio. So by introducing a mix of moderate leverage and a call writing strategy, uh, the performance of the product closely mimics the performance of the underlying while providing yield in a tax-efficient manner as capital gains, distributions, instead of income. Uh, And this product really complements investors' single stock holdings by shifting all or a portion of their exposure to the underlying into this new yield share product. Uh, So we really view this as an additional tool to customize the outcome uh, of client portfolios by changing the underlying characteristics of popular equity holdings. Um, And I'll just take a second to to walk through the mechanics of this product. Okay, good. Moderate leverage and call writing strategy. How does that work? Yeah. So each yield share has three components. The first is the outright purchase of, of shares of the underlying security, which is hedged back to, uh, to CAD using forward contracts. And the second is it will then add 25% leverage to that underlying security. And the third is a 50% covered call writing strategy between at the money and about 5% out of the money calls. So if the options are exercised and called away, uh, so this is the, the call writing portion of it, up to 50% of the underlying will be forced to sell at that strike price, uh, but the product will still have 75% exposure to the upside on top of capturing that increase between the cost of the strike. And if the stock is called away, the proceeds are then reinvested back into the underlying stock on the same day, and the covered call leverage weights are reset, adjusted accordingly on that same day as the stock gets called away. And we found that this mix of only moderate leverage uh, and a 50% portion of covered call really gives investors participation on the upside while collecting yield. So some of these covered call writing strategies, you were giving up a lot of the upside as the stock went away on these runs. Right. What we've done is adjusted the proportions of leverage and the portion of now that's being underwritten by the covered call strategy to only 50% so that you can have some appreciation on that upside. Okay, um, so now what's it? So you're talking about um, yield share. What, what are yield share? What's it? Give me an example of a yield share. Yeah, absolutely. So our product um, that we've introduced so far are five popular stocks that are really on the top of everybody's mind. So these are Apple, Amazon, Tesla, Berkshire, and Google. And what we've done is we put together the product, as I had mentioned just there, and it pays out uh, a monthly yield to all the shareholders. How much does so it pay? Apple, yeah, so Apple right now is paying 10%, Amazon 12 Tesla 18 because it is more volatile, so you're picking up more premium. Berkshire, since it's a less volatile stock, you're picking up a little less premium at 6%, um, and Google, we're picking up 11%. But if you look at a Berkshire, you finally can add some yield to this um, to this really stalwart uh, blue-chip stock and exactly, gain yeah. some yield while, keeping, while holding on to it. Well, Berkshire is like a mutual fund in itself, right? Mm-hmm. It is. It's yeah. A, you know, yeah. Uh, okay, so now when when I okay, so one of the listeners wants to buy this. Are they buying that package of those five companies? They're buying them individually. Individually, okay. Yes, that's correct. So I could pick one of them or two of them. I don't have to pick all five. I can pick whatever ones I want. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So if you hold one of these stocks directly in your portfolio, you can shift a portion of that originally um, towards this yield share. See, see how it performs, and it's tracking so far. We have been trading since December 21st, all okay. five products, um, and we've been tracking exactly how we've constructed this product. So at, at first, you can take a portion of your individual holdings in one of the names and maybe half or 25% of that into the yield 
share products and really see how you can generate additional yield from keeping your holdings uh, in a portion of the underlying and a portion of the yield share product. Okay, so say for instance, I'm somebody out there that says, okay, I want to own some Tesla, but I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid to own this stock because it's, you know, who knows what's, what's happening. So if I bought mm-hmm. the yield share, now it's going to pay me a yield. It could bounce around all it wants here. So the thing I have to worry about is, you know, some existential uh, drop. But if it doesn't do that, I'm going to collect the income. And if it goes up, because I have a little bit of, uh, you know, basically I, I've done some, a little bit of leverage, I'm going to kind of keep pace with what's happening. But at the same time, if it doesn't and it just bounces around here, I'm going to collect, you know, 10, 12% or whatever it is on, on the Tesla stock rate. That's exactly right. And I okay. think that's a really great way of thinking about it. Uh, so so what you, how you can look at owning this Tesla stock is if you think this is going to bounce around or even go sideways, what you're doing is you're really insulating yourself from picking up that additional yield that I had mentioned, around 18% is what we're seeing right now with the implied volatility yeah, I know in the market right now. Um, but what I do want to highlight here is, is it will have exposure to both upside and downside because of that leverage component be yes. in, a, in a little bit more muted fashion. Right. So if Tesla goes on one of those really massive uh, bull market runs, you won't participate as much on the upside. Um, but if it does come down in some of that, that bear market period, some of that yield will cushion your, down, your downfall. So the way to think of this is the sort of dampening a little bit of the volatility around the edges while generating yield and mimicking the return of the underlying. Yeah, no, but 18% is 18%. That's, uh, you know, that's, if it's, I would be a happy camper if this thing just bounces around for the next couple of years. That's, that's, exactly. Yeah. That's the dream case scenario. Okay, sure. so uh, the thing is, I like, if you can get your associate to, to send us like a one-pager on this so we can post it on primetimemoney.ca so that the listeners can uh, take a quick look. Um, so now, like, if I'm going to – the mechanics of it, just real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to go out there and I want to – okay, we'll take our, keep our example of Tesla. I want to buy that Tesla yield share. How do I do it? Yes, absolutely. So these all trade as ETFs. Okay. So you can do these directly. Okay, so I'm going to buy an ETF called Tesla Yield Shares. Or Yield yes, and- Purpose Yield Shares Tesla? Is that how it works? Yeah, so the, <laughs> the exact name is uh, Tesla Yield Shares Purpose. Okay, there you go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the ticker there is YTSL for the Tesla Shares specifically. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really interesting. Uh, sorry we don't have a lot of time here for today. Well, just to introduce, if you can send that page, I know the listeners are going to be really interested in, in going to the website to, to uh, see that page. And then hopefully we can get you on again real, good, uh, real soon here, Nick, and we'll uh, go on this again. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on. Really appreciate it. And we'll forward all the information here. Okay. Um, and I did want to just kind of leave with a little bit of a, a parting words here. And I think that we really do believe that anyone who owns these mega cap companies directly should shift at least a portion or all of their holdings to purpose yield shares. And we constructed this product with that blend of moderate leverage covered calls, which really enables the investor to generate that yield while maintaining exposure to favorite securities. And if you want to collect rent while housing your shares in mega cap, this is the way to do it. Yeah. Thanks so much again for having me on. No, that's great you. advice. And uh, you know, you know where it really could take place here, Nick, is uh, if somebody's sitting in a capital loss situation here now and they sell that, get the loss on the books and then recapture the capital gains back with the yield shares. That's right. So yeah. there, there is a component of it where you can have that tax loss selling on top of it, yeah. where you can sell your existing shares, shift into this, capture that tax loss. But we do really um, also advise on top of that that you get some independent tax advice. Right. But this is also a, a way to really shift to this while maintaining that exposure, but capturing that tax loss. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Nick. Mm-hmm. Thanks again. Great. Thanks so much. Goodbye. Okay,
Okay, that was Nick Mersh. He's a portfolio manager at Purpose Investments. Remember, commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund and ETF investments. The distributions are not guaranteed and they may fluctuate. Please read the prospectus before you invest. Mutual funds and ETFs are not guaranteed. Their values change frequently and past performance may not be repeated. This show is sponsored in part by Purpose Investments. Okay, we only have a few minutes left. You know, last year was a lousy year for stocks and bonds around the world and it impacted the the portfolio. So what should you be doing with your planning? So if you have an advisor, here's four questions you should be asking your advisor right now. Number one, what can I do to help my portfolio recover from last year's volatility, where might I look for new investment opportunities now? So that's a key question because it's a year where we're going to have fundamental change. If you listen on any of these shows on TV or on the radio or any podcast, they're talking about the change from growth into value stocks, the change into high growth into commodities, the market, all of these types of things. We have high interest rates, we have inflation, we have a commodity cycle. How should I position my portfolio for that? Here's number two. How will we know when inflation has peaked? And with today's higher interest rates, what does that mean for fixed income? Well, fixed income on that side of your your ledger, when you're looking at your portfolio balance, you're getting a lot more income. So how do you add to that income? And because that income is a little bit higher, it could take a bigger portion of your portfolio going into next year. That's why that question is, is essential. Okay, here's number three. With mortgage rates at a 20-year high, what's the outlook for the housing market in 2023? Well, it's a big problem for people who are borrowing money, but a great opportunity for people who are lending money. But when you look at it, at the end of the day, there's not a lot of supply in the market. So the market's not changing much and a lot of immigration coming into um, Canada as well that's holding up the market. So uh, that's a great question to help look at how you should manage your portfolio around that. And the number four is, I'm nearing retirement. How can I play catch up after last year? Should I delay retiring? You know, we, didn't, we never liked that idea of delaying anything. We have to look at the portfolio and make sure that it meets your objective. So there's five steps to it. Take stock of where you are. Number two is, um, what do you think you're going to need out of your portfolio? Number three is, what accounts can you draw money from? Number four is, how to adjust all the other accounts to fit your objectives? And number five is, where do you get the highest rates of income? And that's what we talk about here on the show. Now, the best part about all this is I have this in written form. So I know I went over real quick so you can get it. That's called the uh, four questions you should be asking your advisor now. So all you have to do is give Dominic a call at 1-866-891-2637. If you don't have an advisor and you'd like to talk to us and our team and myself, we can do that for you as well. And you can ask Dominic to set up a, a time for a call or a time for a meeting at one 866 891 26 37. There's no cost or obligation. We'd be happy to assist you with uh, having a successful 2023. Okay, so to get your copy of the financial checklist, four questions you should ask your advisor now. Again, call Dominic, 1-866-891-2637. And if you missed our last uh, WebEx, so you can jump onto the WebEx. It's going to run from um, 11 to 12. It's about an hour long. Our next one's going to be on February the 7th at 11 a.m. So if you're interested in that, again, message uh, Dominique, and she'll be happy to uh, schedule that for you. We'll all go through what's happening in the market. Okay, you have a great week, and we'll see you next Sunday right here on Primetime Money. I'm Richard Infantino. Have a great week. And if you missed our last uh, WebEx, so you can jump onto the WebEx. It's going to run from um, 11 to 12. It's about an hour long. Our next one's going to be on February the 7th at 11 a.m. So if you're interested in that, again, message uh, Dominique and she'll be happy to uh, schedule that for you. We'll all go through what's happening in the market. Okay, you have a great week and we'll see you next Sunday right here on Primetime Money. I'm Richard Infantino. Have a great week. 
This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.